Welcome to the Freedom Revival. I'm your host, Bruce Robertson. Since this is the Freedom Revival, I'm here to revive you. It's time to step it up, folks. So I thought I'd open up with some words of wisdom on human nature and our minds from the best-selling author of Think Again, Adam Grant. We don't need much evidence to draw conclusions, but piles of new evidence can be insufficient to revise those conclusions. When a core belief of ours is questioned, we tend to shut down, get angry, or resort to the hippo in the room. The hippo is an acronym for the highest paid person's opinion. The most dangerous voice in a meeting is the hippo, the highest paid person's opinion. Status disparities can fuel conformity and groupthink. When you need diversity of thought, ask everyone else to share their views before turning to the hippo in the room. The smarter you are, the harder it is to rethink your beliefs. That was Adam Grant, folks, from his book, Think Again, Some Real Words of Wisdom. Now we've got about a year before the 2024 elections, and we all need to wake up and think again, as Adam Grant says. And now for the top stories. These are the stories that the media has blacked out, news stories that they choose not to tell you this week. First of all, Pfizer stock took a big loss this week and and in the last several weeks, really, because nobody believes their COVID vaccines and drugs work. The stock has dropped from $54 a share in December of 22 to just over $30 a share now. That's a 44% drop, folks. And that's probably because only 3% of Americans have taken the new bivalent shots. Elon Musk makes a strong statement in in favor and defense of the Second Amendment. In a recent exchange on X, which is formerly Twitter, Elon Musk stated, quote, As tragic as the mass shootings are, armed citizens are essential to the defense of democracy, unquote. Donald Trump unleashes on the corrupt World Health Organization in a viral Truth Social video. People said he was irresponsible and reckless for pulling out of the World Health Organization, but now after three and a half years of COVID, His foresight appears nothing short of impeccable. In a recent video on Truth Social, Trump reiterated that the WHO deserves to be completely abolished and replaced. Wow. And murderous doctors destined unvaccinated patient to suffocate to death. This is a story from uh, our neighbors to the north in Canada. One of the worst actions during COVID is still underway in Trudeau's Canada. Unvaccinated citizens, even though, even those with uh, natural immunity are being denied life-saving medical services and transplants. There was a mother of four and a grandmother of two. Her name was Sheila Annette Lewis of Alberta. 
and she was next in line for a life-saving transplant when she was demoted to the bottom of the list for refusing to get vaccinated with the experimental gene shot. She tragically died because she was denied a transplant in Canada. Terrible story. That's what's going on with our neighbors to the north. Tyson Foods has made a big bet that you will eat the bugs. That's right, folks. Tyson Foods has made a big bet that bugs are going to be on your menu. They bought an insect protein company, and they plan to construct a huge factory to grow bugs for people's human consumption. How about that? I don't know about you. I'm not going to eat bugs. Uh, Member of Parliament Andrew Bridgen in the UK brings forth compelling evidence to the UK Parliament that the COVID-19 shots are responsible for excess deaths. In Britain, there's been about there's been a staggering uh, 67% increase in cardiac incidents in the age group of 15 to 44 year olds at the peak of the COVID vaccine mandates. Mr. Bridgen said before British Parliament that the shots are not safe and they're not effective. Researchers find that Pfizer excluded clinical trial deaths from the FDA COVID-19 vaccine EUA request. Isn't that interesting? It now comes out that an accurate reporting by Pfizer, if they had been accurate, it would have shown an equal number of clinical trial COVID deaths in both the vaccine and placebo groups, which would have indicated that there was no benefit whatsoever from the vaccines. Damn. Wow. Uh, Black Lives Matter leader stands behind January 6th prisoners and endorses Trump. That's a turnaround. Mark Fisher, the founder of BLM, Black Lives Matter, now says Trump is the best candidate we have. Hospitals murdered COVID patients. The more they killed, the more money they made. In a documentary, Making a Killing, in the documentary, Making a Killing, U.S. Senator Ron Johnson says patients lost all rights when they went into the hospital with COVID. They became political prisoners. It's all coming out, folks. It's all coming out. It's all going to come crashing down. It's no accident that two-thirds of the world's population fell for the greatest psychological fear campaign ever in human history. Perverse brainwashing techniques were thoroughly studied and used to get you jabbed. Remember how we were all told the vaccine stays in the arm and that harmless spike protein is only produced for a couple of days? They said they were sure of that despite no data to confirm those statements. Well, sadly, it turns out they lied to us. The data are now in, and it proves those claims wrong. Another story, according to the Washington Post, President Donald Trump launched a multi-pronged legal attack late Monday on his federal prosecution for allegedly subverting the results of the 2020 election. Trump says his actions are protected by the First Amendment as political speech and arguing that he and he argues that he cannot be tried in criminal court. 
in a series of court following, fi filings that landed uh, moments before the midnight deadline, lawyers for Trump claimed he was a victim of political persecution by the Biden administration. They called the charges against Trump legally defective and vague and said the indictment should not link him to the violence of January 6, 21, the attack on the U.S. Capitol, because he is not charged by anyone with inciting that riot. Sounds logical to me. Washington Post, that's a Washington Post article. Over 1,600 scientists signed the No Climate Emergency Declaration. Uh, this is from a story from August that's been developing. Uh, a group of international scientists came together to reject the idea of a climate crisis and argue that carbon dioxide, CO2, is actually good for the planet, going against the common alarming view. And then, of course, there's the big story. Uh, everyone's on high alert. The U.S., China, and Russia have all moved warships into position near Gaza in the Middle East. Putin has warned NATO to back off, and Israel has warned Hezbollah that Iran would cease to exist if they attack the Israeli defense forces in Gaza. We're going to cover that story in the second half of the program, but uh, uh, I just wanted to go down these uh, news items. You know, we're coming up on Thanksgiving, and uh, what are you thankful for? I personally, I'm thankful for family, God, and his gifts, and our Constitution, and the wisdom of our brilliant founders. You know, folks, if you're anything like me, you're tired of all this Republican-Democrat nonsense. Uh, you know, because the truth is that it just doesn't matter who you vote for anymore, it seems. You know, it, anymore, it seems like no matter who you vote for, you get the same policies. And that needs to change. And we know what the culprit, you know, we know who the culprit is. So, you know, there's lobbying going on and there's a lot of backroom deals going on, but they don't have our interests in mind all the time. We have in Washington this thing, this beast. I call it the Uniparty. It's otherwise known as a Leviathan. The Uniparty is known by various lobbies. Uh, some of those are corporate. Some of those are foreign. Some of them are pharmaceutical. They're all big money interests who have found a way to essentially buy up our politicians so that the policies they put into place make the businesses who hire the lobbying groups a lot of money. We all have known about that for a long time, haven't we? That has to stop. It has to stop. We've got to return to a very simple formulation. And that formulation is faith, family, and country. What we've seen with the government we have is a systematic attempt to destroy the family. Stop the lobbying and backroom deals, guys. Stop the spraying of money. Stop the money laundering. Stop the censorship. We need to restore the rule of law. We've got to close our borders. We can't afford the huge invasion that's going on at our southern borders right now. These things have to happen. We absolutely must halt the sexualization of our children. An appeal across party lines has to be made. 
I mean, there's lots of good people who can agree about these things, can't they? We need to come together. We need to go after these people in Washington and force this agenda onto Washington. We need to get out of this terrible pit of despair that we are currently wallowing in because we don't have a strong leader in the White House and the swamp seems to be, unfortunately, somewhat in control now. And we want the truth about the Biden crime family and its involvement in censoring the voices of American citizens on social media and elsewhere. This censorship has been the most massive attack on free speech in our nation's history. It's probably even changed the results of the election. There were some studies done, that, even among Democrats, that said if they had known the truth about the Hunter Biden laptop, if voters had known the truth about the laptop before the election, people say they would have voted differently and not voted for Joe Biden. So you want to talk about election interference? The censorship that was actively pursued uh, by uh, by those in government, uh, the FBI and the CIA and so forth, embedded in our social media companies, uh, appears to have actually changed the results of the election. That's without all the cheating and all the machine uh, manipulation and the, the paper ballots and the ballot box stuffing and the 2,000 mules and everything else. You know, Donald Trump is and has always been a living indictment of these people who run this country. Trump rose because they failed. He was an outsider. You know, a vote for Trump is a vote against them, Tucker Carlson said. And I think he's spot on, dead right. Trump chose to run as a Republican and not as an independent because of the party's storied and amazing history of animating the Constitution and the Bill of Rights for the people. I mean, we, we have that ever since Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican president, who signed the Emancipation Proclamation. How much more evidence do you need that Republicans stand for freedom? Since Trump has focused on driving the moves and counter moves required to clean out and take back the Republican Party, because even the Republican Party has backslid down a slippery slope. Uh, he He's... he's uh, you know, he's been driving these moves piece by piece. And in each election, patriots have gained more and more ground. I mean, the last election, we saw a historic number of Trump-endorsed MAGA candidates come into office. And that's how we got to where we are now. Um, you know, Trump and the patriots are playing the long game, required uh, to system systematically dismantle the old guard, restore our Constitution and return government back to the people. And there's a bright light in all of this. There's suddenly a huge ray of hope. Um, after all the scrambling and infighting for a speaker in House of Representatives, seemingly out of nowhere comes the election of Mike Johnson of Louisiana as Speaker of the House. And now our trajectory could not be clearer. Now, who is this guy? Who is Mike Johnson? Well, it looks to me like he's the deep state and Democrats' worst nightmare. He's a patriot. He's capable. He's pro-life and vehemently opposed to late-term abortions. He's a conservative Christian. He has a biblical worldview. He's a man of truth. 
You know, just look at his life and his political record. He has consistently voted against Ukraine aid, except for the very first aid bill. He's pro-life, as I said. He supported President Trump's 2017 executive order prohibiting immigration from seven Muslim countries. He solidly votes with his GOP colleagues. He's very policy-driven. He's experienced. He's been a member of Congress for seven years. This is his fourth term in Congress. He fought for Trump as a member of his legal defense team during both the impeachment hearings, both of them. He's a staunch Trump ally. Trump just endorsed him, actually, when he was in in the running. Uh, He's a constitutional attorney. He understands the Constitution, having received his degree from Louisiana State University. He's married with four children. His Christian faith is important to him. He often leads the prayers on the hill. His mentor is Representative Jim Jordan. Uh, He voted for him for speaker. He voted against certifying Biden's election. He's been actively involved in the House investigations into Biden, and he wants to bring forth justice for all of Biden's crimes. That must have these people shaking in their boots because now they have a speaker who can get some stuff done. He represents Louisiana's fourth congressional district, which includes 760,000 residents. He won his congressional seat with the largest margin of victory in his region in more than 50 years. So, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's really interesting um, that this guy is is up uh, for uh, he, he's now our, our uh, he's now our uh, um, speaker of the house because you know it, it's just uh, he, he's so good he's just so good you know I I've got a um, I've got a clip to see if I can find it uh, that uh, that um, shows that. Um, uh, exactly his positions on things um here let's uh let's listen to uh let's listen to johnson in his own words here we go Bosch says listen to the language carefully it's expressly written in the constitution this is not political talking points we're not making this up it says in article two section four that the president shall be removed from office on impeachment for conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. My friends, I just listed just a small sample, just a tip of the iceberg of, of the credible allegations and the mounting evidence that shows that Joseph Biden has engaged in bribery schemes, paid a place game. This is what the evidence shows. We have to follow them. We have to both uphold the Constitution. The Constitution requires this action. The inquiry is the appropriate step. You have no choice to pursue the facts wherever they lead, and we will leave no stone unturned. How about that, folks? Amazing. He's after it, and I think he's going to go after it. You know, um, here on the Freedom Revival, we have some great sponsors. And, you know, your health is important to us. And because of that, we have uh, some great products that uh, we advertise here. And, uh, you know, I've been using 
them, and I find them to be incredibly useful and helpful for my health. First of all, we've got this great spike support formula. You know, if you've got, if you for some reason were coerced into the vaccine or you had to get it for work or something like that, Dr. McCullough has this spike support formula. It's uh, done by the Wellness Signature Series, and it has been found to inhibit spike effects. It inhibits blood vessel blockage. It supports T-cell activity. It's gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, and American-made. Okay, so look for the spike support formula on uh, americaoutloud.shop. And there's two more products that I've been using recently that are amazing. I find them amazing. Uh, they're both put out by a company called Cofix RX. Cofix RX makes now a nasal solution and a throat cleanse. And, uh, you know, now that we're into the, the fall and, and winter season and, and there's going to be a lot of indoor gatherings and so forth and some travel and so forth, um, you know, it's important to keep your respiratory system clear. And Cofix RX nasal and throat cleanse solutions do just that. Uh, um, they, they have a triple action formula of uh, povidone iodine, uh, xylitol, vitamin D3, and they are uh, scientifically proven to cleanse germs, bacteria, viruses, and particulates. And all of these products that we advertise, these couple of products that I just mentioned, uh, these few products are made in the good old USA. So find these products on our shop site, which is uh, americaoutloud.shop. And uh, if you use the, the, uh, the uh, product code OUTLOUD, you'll get 25% off your first purchase. So we were talking about uh, we were talking about Johnson, um, Mike Johnson. This guy is the more I look into him, the more I like about him. He's just been amazing. He's been absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, there's a lot of. Uh, uh, did you hear his speech? Did you hear his uh, his acceptance speech for speaker? I mean, he's just he's the right guy. He came out of nowhere. I mean, you know, Donald Trump supported him. I mean, uh, we we have, uh, I think we have the best possible, best of all possible worlds. He's better. I think he's better than Jim Jordan, even though his mentor was Jim Jordan. I think he's better than Jim Jordan. He seems to me to be able to, he, he's got that certain calmness that uh, that you need in a political situation when you're dealing with people from both parties and you're dealing with conflicting issues, uh, he, he's. I think he has the ability to sort of calm things down and get things done and still go after the major issues that we're all concerned with. Um, you know, we've had a lot of things get swept under the rug by, by, um, by McCarthy, McCarthy doing backroom deals and cutting, cutting deals on Ukraine with, with, the, uh, with the Democrats uh, and then, you know, there was, of course, these closed closed uh, door deals to uh, shut out Jim Jordan. And, uh, you know, we don't have the time or the focus or the or the need 
for all this malarkey going on down there. So let's, you know, hopefully it'll pick up and, uh, and uh, you know, that Johnson can turn around and, uh, and bring us to some state of normalcy and get some things done. You know, we've got all these, uh, all these people spouting off about war and so forth. And I'm going to talk about that in the uh, second segment of the show. Um, you know, there, there's all this, uh, there's all this warmongering going on. I can't, I can't tolerate it. I mean, why are we going to war? Why are we financing Ukraine? Why are we financing, uh, Iran, why is why is Biden giving money to Iran? Billions of dollars. Doesn't he know Iran funds Hamas? Of course he does. So why are we playing both sides of the aisle like this? Why are we propping up the bad guys while we're funding and arming who we think are the good guys? I mean, do we just want everybody to mutually destroy each other? Is that the idea? I don't think that's a good plan. Uh, I think really we need to uh, we need to rethink our foreign policy, and I don't think Biden has really any any uh, technique or or expertise in foreign policy. You remember when Donald Trump was in? We had the best foreign policy going. I mean, his foreign policy is going to go down as one of the best in the world. Well, now we need to go to a break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to touch on some major points in the crisis currently raging in the Middle East. So please stay right there and we will be right For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 
15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Freedom Revival, folks. I'm your host, Bruce Robertson. And now let's move to the second segment of our show. Uh, and we're going to discuss the situation currently going on in the Middle East. Um, you know, a lot of people are just being pounded with this story in the news media, but I'm not sure that everybody's really getting it right. And I'm I'm going to dig in a little bit and maybe unpack some things that people hadn't heard. It looks like we are headed to war with Iran. And it looks like the battlefield of choice will be Armageddon, according to uh, former U.S. Colonel Douglas McGregor, who was recently interviewed a couple of days ago on the uh, Tucker Carlson show. Uh, Well, it could be because we're witnessing the largest fleet of warships that NATO has ever assembled now gathering on the eastern Mediterranean Sea. Uh, In addition, There's two U.S. carrier strike groups and an amphibious assault force. Uh, Several other warships from other NATO nations are joining its ranks. I mean, this is not 
I don't think this is directly about Israel, okay? This can't be just about Israel and Palestine. Okay, um, I'm, I don't mean to downplay this. There were really brutal, vicious attacks by Hamas in Israel. And yes, Israel has declared war against Hamas. And all the nations are up in arms. But this seems much more about stoking the flames of World War III in an election year to distract from every failure imaginable by the Biden regime. How do we know? Well, let's just look at the results. When the vote was taken in the UN, whether to have war or peace in the Middle East, the US was the only nation voting against peace. Not only doesn't Biden support peace in Ukraine, but he also doesn't support peace in the Middle East. As I always say, follow the money, folks. Sad but true. Listen, I'm the first one to say that if a nation is attacked, it has the right to defend itself. But there's a lot more going on here. Senator Lindsey Graham keeps spouting off that he thinks we should attack Iran's oil wells and critical infrastructure. Has Lindsey Graham ever found a war that he didn't like? Remember when he was hooking up with John McCain and going over to Ukraine and uh, Afghanistan and, you know, every they're like playing army over there. They, uh, they, they just wanted to stir everything up and, and keep the wars going. You know why? Because they're, a lot of their lobbyists come from the military-industrial complex. You know, the problem that's going on in the Middle East now is, is concerning, too, because Turkey is very close to what's going on. Turkey is nearby, and Turkey's now recently made some uh, rumblings that, you know, they support, uh, uh, either support Hamas or say Hamas has the right or, or something like that. Uh, Turkey is nearby with the biggest army in the region. I mean, and think about it, any attack on Iran, it's 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 a very fragile situation because any attack on Iran would likely draw Russia into the conflict because Russia and Iran have a very uh, uh, close arrangement with each other. And if Russia gets drawn into the con conflict, I don't think I don't think it's going to I don't think Turkey is going to be able to stay out of it. Now, Turkey has a has a huge standing army. It could be a big, big situation if it gets if it's allowed to escalate to that level. In the meantime, other borders are being breached. I mean, this is sort of swept under the rug more now with this this, uh, you know, hot war. But there's sort of a cold war going on. I mean, Europe has been flooded with illegals. OK, and now that Israel has been breached and attacked by Hamas terrorists, uh, this uh, sort of cold war has been swept under the rug. You know, also our government. Here's another cold war situation. Our government has been infiltrated, it appears, with Iran sympathizers. You know, the health GOP has recently launched a major probe into Homeland Security's hiring of an ex-PLO operative. The uh, House Homeland Security Committee has opened an investigation into how the Department of Homeland Security came to hire a woman who previously worked for a terrorist organization and who espouses virulently, virulently anti-Israel views. So I want to comment on all this.
there seems to be um, no cool heads in the room, and there seem to be there seems to be no real concern for the economics or security concerns of all this escalation going on in the Middle East. You know, about twenty percent of the world's oil and about twenty five percent of all liquefied natural gas goes through the Straits of Hormuz every month. And that's right there. Okay, the Straits of Hormuz is the major passageway where a lot of the Middle Eastern oil and gas go. And uh, they're talking about perhaps shutting down two to three million barrels of oil a day from Iran. I mean, that could be a disaster. Uh, look at our situation economically in the United States. We've got U.S. Treasuries always, already at or above 5%. Okay, mortgage rates are around eight uh, percent from you know somewhere around two and a half or three under Trump. Uh, we're thirty-three trillion dollars in debt. Uh, Biden has drained our strategic oil reserves, and we're we're now involved in two wars on foreign soil. Okay, how can that ever end well? I mean, that's the economic side. You know, we need to have strategic oil reserves in case of war, right? So now he's got us, you know, he's poking around and getting us involved in two different wars. And he's drained our strategic oil reserves and shut down the Keystone Pipeline and stopped drilling in Alaska. I mean, if you wanted to destroy the country, that's exactly what you would do. And what about terrorism and our security in the United States? Since Biden took office, We've seen as many as 8 million illegals cross our borders. Nobody really knows the real number because there's nobody counting at the border. They're asleep at the switch. These people are just pouring in, and some of the illegals, many of the illegals, are from areas where terrorism thrives. It's, it's said that about two-thirds of them or more are from places other than Mexico. So, I mean... We're in trouble here. We're in big trouble. Uh, our homeland security officials don't know how many illegal immigrants are entering our country. Nobody knows. This question was posed uh, in the Senate by the wonderful, uh, you know, and you know the really this guy, Senator Kennedy, is just he's he's a national treasure, and. Uh, have you heard his his uh, his interview with the Department of Homeland Security before the Senate? I mean, you got to hear what he has to say. Let me let me roll the tape on that. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Mr. Morant, um, since President Biden's been president, uh, how many non-American citizens have come into our country illegally or on the basis of a claim of asylum? Thank you, Senator. Um, HSI is an investigative agency. Is uh, I'm, I'm, Do you know the number? No, Senator. You're a senior member of Homeland Security, are you not? That's correct. Does anybody know the number? None of you know the number. Try 8 million. Now, of that 8 million, how many were children, Mr. Moran? I don't have that number. You don't know. Does anybody know? None of you know. Isn't that special? 
Let's assume half. Okay, eight million is four Nebraskas, right? Four new states. Let's assume. I don't think it's as high. Half of them are children. How many of the how many of those eight million people are still here? Do any of you know? Okay. Um, how many how many of those eight million are claiming asylum? You don't know? How many of them claim asylum and don't show up for their hearing? Nobody knows? How many of them claim asylum, don't show up for the hearing, and President Biden has deported them? You don't know? How many of them have claimed asylum, shown up for their asylum hearing, and been denied asylum, and been deported? You don't know. How many of them were from Mexico? You don't know. How about 30%? That means 70% were not, right? Surely you know the answer to that. 30% minus 100% is 70%. Am I right? Okay. It must, 30% came from Mexico. Why don't you implement a safe third country policy? It says under asylum, under our asylum rules, you have to seek asylum in the first safe country. So if you come, say, from Venezuela or, or Nicaragua or, 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 or another Central American com- country, you have to seek asylum in, your, in the first safe country. Why don't you do that? And then that would eliminate 70% of the 8 million. That's 5.6 million. Why don't you do that, Mr. Murray? Is that a question, sir? Yes. That's All be- I've been asking are questions. That's beyond the purview of HSI. Oh, okay. How about you, Mr. Salazar? You're a former advisor to the vice president. How come we don't do a safe third country agreement? Sir, we're working with our partners in the region. 21 countries signed on to the Los Angeles Declaration. Have you done a safe third country agreement? You've had, what have you been at it, two years? What we are doing is working with them to expand legal pathways. Why didn't President Biden get up in the morning tomorrow and say, we're changing the asylum process and we're doing what most other countries do, safe third country policy. You have to seek asylum. We support asylum. We have to seek asylum in the first safe country. That would eliminate 5.6 million people, boom, done, coming into our country illegally, wouldn't it? Sir, I just want to point out Washington. Wouldn't it? It, it would, sir, but there are activities okay. under. Let me ask you this, because I'm going to run out of time. President Biden and all of you believe in open borders, don't you? Don't you? I mean, I ask really basic questions. There are, I don't mean any disrespect. I appreciate you being here. And, and I know you all love our country as we all do. But I believe in straight answers. I like straight answers and breakfast food. 
And there are only one, two possibilities here. Either President Biden and his team believe in open borders or the people that the president has put in charge of the immigration policy in this country are not qualified to manage a food truck. <laughs> Unbelievable, right? Isn't Kennedy a treasure? Uh, Kennedy goes straight for the jugular. And I think we need more people like him in our Senate and in our Congress. Uh, did you hear what Trump said recently? <laughs> First of all, he's just so he's just so funny. Food truck. <laughs> Nobody knows how many people are coming. The people that are supposed to know don't know. I mean, talk about incompetence in government. That was it right there. The question was asked by Senator Kennedy, and nobody could answer the question, and they're supposed to know the answer. They knew they were coming before Senate. What did they think they were going to ask them? What color tie they want to wear? I mean, uh, did you hear what Trump said recently? Wait until you see. This is what he said. He said, wait until you see what's going to happen with all those people. They're not coming here because they like our weather. They're coming here for a lot of bad reasons. Now, if that isn't a clue, I don't know what is. We all have to exercise an abundance of caution, folks, for the situation we find ourselves in. All these military-age men, it's mostly men, you know. It's all young military-age guys from all over the world, all corners of the earth. Many of them are from the Middle East and Africa, a lot of Muslim nations. They're pouring into the United States. I mean, do you know that Hezbollah is very big in Mexico now? Do you know that Hamas is there too? I mean, they're here, folks. They're here. They're not over there like we're trying to keep them out. They're here. So two thoughts come to mind. There may be a point when we have to defend our homeland. Yeah, I'm saying it. I'm going there. There may be a time when we have to defend our homeland. The Second Amendment was put into place for a reason. So exercise your rights, folks. Exercise your rights. That's all I'm going to say. You know what I mean. The Second Amendment is in place for a reason, and it's not for deer hunting. It's to defend our homeland. Um, what we're witnessing now is going to justify exactly what needs to occur. And what I think needs to occur is the most aggressive and largest deportation operation in the history of the United States. I mean, you know, there's anywhere from 8 to 15 million illegals. Uh, uh, they don't know how many. I mean, they're saying 8 million. You know, people are saying 8 million. I think it's more than that. I don't think they know. So um, anyway, there's a lot of parallels going on, uh, historical parallels. History is repeating itself. You know, the propaganda media is uh, tamping down the stories and not not reporting on them. They're silent on them. Or, you know, uh, social media sites like Facebook and uh, search engines like Google are just preventing people from getting the real information. There's still censorship going on. Now there's attacks on Israel and, and you know, the Hebrews, the Jewish people. There's anti-Semitism on the rise everywhere. There's attacks on Christians. Christians are now being crucified for the first time since the first century. Uh, and the, the Christian Armenians, 120,000 of them, were just forced to uh, evacuate and move from their homes in Azerbaijan. 
I mean, can anybody? Does this sound like Holocaust to you? Does this sound like the the, the years leading up to the Holocaust? I mean, there is some genocide going on. There's persecution. Uh, you know, there's there's uh, attacks. Uh, meanwhile, in Chicago and New York City and Washington D.C., the streets were filled with protests these last couple of weekends. These, these ever since the uh, attacks, the Hamas attacks. I mean, thousands of people marched chanting "Free Palestine." People flooded the Capitol building and disrupted Congress. All right. But of course, the media said that's not an insurrection, even though they went into the Capitol and they 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 interrupted uh, uh, Congress. What uh, that's not an insurrection, you know. So the media must be right if they they say it's not an insurrection. They must know what they're talking about, right, folks? Come on. Do any of these protesters that are demanding free Palestine realize that the Israelis left Gaza and North Samaria in two thousand and five? and have been completely out of Gaza and North Samaria since then? In the wake of the 48-49 war, in which Israel was attacked by its Arab neighbors, Gaza was occupied by Egypt for 19 years. Okay, 19 years. Israel then occupied Gaza in the 1967 war, when Israel was once again attacked by its Arab neighbors and they needed to control their borders and seacoasts and everything else. And Gaza's on the seacoast, by the way. And Israel stayed until 2005. And during that time, they were building Jewish settlements there. But guess what? Israel withdrew all its troops and all its settlers in 2005 although they did retain control over the airspace and the shared border and the shoreline. And the reason they had to do that is to protect their integrity. I mean, they're vulnerable there. And you can't just leave leave a gap like that. It's like leaving a gap at our southern border, and anybody can just run in. They couldn't do that, right? So they had to control the airspace, the border, the shoreline. That's understandable. Israel's plan of unilateral disengagement from the Gaza Strip and North Samaria, put forward by Prime Minister Ariel Sharon, was carried out on August 15th of 2005. Israel pulled out of Gaza 18 years ago. So what are these people screaming free Palestine? What is Palestine? The The Arabs who call themselves Palestinians were offered their own government and their own territory and they refused. And meanwhile, they kept on firing rockets into Israel. I mean, the so-called Palestinians, who were once governed by the PLO and Yasser Arafat, elected Hamas as their leaders. What does that tell you? I mean, they're raising little kids in these madrasas to hate Jews. They're raising them to hate Jews since they're infants. They're raising them to be little militants in camouflage carrying machine guns. The Palestinian authorities under both the PLO and Hamas have done little to help the people of Gaza and Samaria, and they've done much to foster terrorism against Israel and the West. I mean, you know, it comes down to this. 
this has been uh, circulating, and I, I, I've seen it uh, to be true. When actual pipes, okay, metal pipes, are sent to Gaza so they can fix their plumbing, Hamas saws them up and uses them to make pipe bombs, and then the people go without adequate plumbing. So what are these protesters asking for here? Do they even know? I mean, there really is no Palestine. Palestine isn't a nation and never has been. Palestine was a name given by the Romans to a part of the Roman Empire that included Greeks, Jews, Persians, non-Muslim Arabs. And, you know, back then, there were no Muslims, okay? Uh, Muhammad wasn't even born yet. You know, Islam only came about in like the 600s AD. I mean, we're going back, we're going back to the Romans here, and and before that, I mean, Palestine as a nation does not exist, free or not. And while the United Nations have allowed the so-called Palestinian Authority a voice in the General Assembly, neither the United Nations or the U.S. recognize any nation called Palestine. I mean. I've done a deep dive into the historical facts, and uh, I have a couple of minutes here, so maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll just hit the high points of uh, my deep dive. Do you understand that in the Bible, the children of Israel fought the Philistines? Right? You read the stories: David and Goliath, Samson. The Philistines were involved. The Israel Israelites fought the Philistines. Okay, David uh, hit Goliath and killed Goliath with a stone. He was a giant. Okay. These aren't fairy tales, folks. The biblical Philistines actually lived in Gaza. And Gaza was a place back then, okay? Gaza is an ancient place. But it's a tiny little place along the coastline of what is now Israel, okay? There were Greeks from Crete who lived in Gaza. Yeah, the Philistines were Greeks. Now, there is some discussion of whether they're from Crete. All of them are from Crete. Some of them could have been from uh, Mycenae. Okay. It doesn't matter. They were Greeks. Uh, This was a Greek region, Gaza, this little area along the coast, typical of the Greeks, to set up house, set up shop on the coastline so they could have access to the sea, so they could have commerce and, and mobility. Okay. And the Greeks were allies with the with the Egyptians at the time. And that makes sense because Egypt sort of controlled that region as a principality of Egypt back in the days of Saul and David in the Bible. So, um, you know, Crete was biblically known as Kaftor to the Hebrews. And that is even written in the Bible. The land of Kaftor is where they say the Philistines came from. Okay. And that's also consistent with the writings of Herodotus, the Greek uh, historian, and Josephus, the Roman Jewish historian. Palestine is not Philistine, okay? So, uh, you know, even though the uh, the current uh, Palestinians, quote-unquote, would like to attach themselves to the Philistines, uh, you know, as the uh, age-old enemies of the children of Israel, that's not the case. These people are not Philistines, okay? They're not heretically, genetically uh, Philistines. Even though the words are pretty close in English, and they could be easily confused. I think it's important that a lot of people know that. Uh, the etymology is not the same, all right? They were Greeks. It's borne out by Herodotus. 
Thucydides, uh, Strabo, Pliny, and all the others. Many confuse the Philistines of the Bible with today's Palestinians. It's just not true. Okay, so we're uh, we're running out of time, folks. But I, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, we, you know, it's been uh, it's been a great uh, 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 it's been great spending time with you here. You know, I just say that look, everything was created by God, and I pray people come to their senses. Wake up, folks. We're in a spiritual battle between good and evil. We're fighting principalities. It's right there in the Bible. Okay. It's happening now. We need to be prepared. We need to take action. And until next time, I'm going to leave you with my favorite quote from Isaiah. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Revival, folks. Tune in next time with your host, Bruce Robertson.